You got to put your uh, radio voice on, Jack. I don't get, like get a little bit deeper. <laughs> Please stop doing that. I don't like that at all. That is really unnerving me. <laughs> right, okay. I'll play that. I'll play the jingle and we'll go. Sing a little bit of country. This is Warriors Weekly. Christmas special. Hello, welcome to a very special episode of Warriors Weekly. You're at the Clyde One Studios. It's an 1872 Cup slash Christmas special, and we've got some very special guests. Adam Ash is here, as always. And in the festive jumpers over there, we have the Horn Brothers. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. Let it snow, Game of Thrones. I like it. Where's yours one from, Pete? Uh, I think this was a top man number from about five years ago. No, I feel underdressed now. And in the corner there, we have Dave Rennie as well. Dave, didn't want to wear your Christmas jumper? Yeah, but... Uh... Poorly informed by the guy running this tonight. <laughs> um, let's start by looking back. Let's let's look back at Leon. Um, Pete, you were the only one playing in it. Is that the worst conditions you've ever played in? Yes, it was uh, freezing. Um, really tough conditions. You know, it was difficult to catch the ball, never mind trying to think about what to do with it. So, uh, no, you know, we started really well. We had a great first 20 when the boys probably didn't have hypothermia at that stage. <laughs> And um, we kind of got progressively worse until finally the ref blew the whistle and uh, called it off. But, yeah, it was a uh, job done in the end, I guess. Hey, bro, what an impact, though, coming off the bench with a hit like that. <laughs> yeah, well, Renz has been uh, banging on about how my defensive um, dominant tackle percentage has been 0% for about six weeks in a row. So um, it was it was time, you know, I had to get out of there and just jump out the line. Oh, it was brilliant. It was good to see. Thanks, mate. Dave, did you have to, from your coach's box, did you have to kind of remove yourself a bit and empathize with those those guys out there when maybe things weren't going exactly to plan or were no. you, did you have your same high standards and you were um I, it was so cold i actually went and got my gloves at half time <laughs> <laughs> so I, they can win joy light mate it was freezing where we were standing we we're very exposed to the wind up there <laughs> uh, I, I, to be honest we didn't really have an appreciation for how bad it was and uh, when i got home had looked at the replay and um yeah it was horrific really so uh, boys did a great job. We started well and uh, played pretty well. Maybe while we could feel our hands, and I still got the image of uh, Callum Gibbons sitting in the uh, in the bad boys' seat, um, shivering, chattering his teeth, and so on. So, yeah, it was it was tough conditions. George, what about you? You've having travelled with the sevens so much, you must have experienced kind of a different side <laughs> of tough conditions. Like in like in Sydney, I remember once there was one tournament when. For different reasons, it was really difficult to play out there. Yeah, yeah, it was probably as directly opposite as you get. I think it was about 40 degrees, and we played as bad as that week as the <laughs> boys. I think we found it uh, at the weekend there. So, yeah, we were all guys like Bryce and me from Aloe and Fife. We were struggling in the heat, and, yeah, we pretty much shut down and got beat every game. <laughs> and then the first... So your first game over here was Connacht away, and do you remember the conditions that day? Horrific. Uh, horizontal rain... I'm thinking, what have I got myself into here? This is summer, and uh, obviously should be reasonable weather, but it, by all accounts, it's often like that in Connacht. So. I kicked the three, remember, and it blew straight back, back. Through, yeah, yeah, through yeah. the post. There yeah, yeah Horney had a penalty from 18 metres out, and it went back over his head. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned the sevens briefly there. Um, something I want to start with is everyone here, by myself, and I don't know about you, Dave, but has sevens experience. 
I want to pick a Glasgow Warriors 17. We've entered a few in Melrose in the past, but if we were to enter a Melrose 17 this year, I want the four of you to agree on a Glasgow Warriors 7 squad. Nico. Got to be Nico. Got yeah, to get, Nico. Uh, Carl and Isles, he's got to be in there as well, surely. He no, doesn't current, play for He's not at the club, mate. Oh, no, 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 I thought it was an all-time. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. right. He squad. should never play for the club either, mate. <laughs> he played it here. <laughs> right, current oh. then. Let's go. Let's go. So, got to pack me down there at tight head. You're going to go in at tight head? Pack me at tight head, yeah. Yeah, sure. Mm, okay. Maybe confident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stay your selling. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, we were speaking earlier. You said Nick Grigg would be a good hooker out there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, L- little man looks like a hooker, and um, obviously very quick, powerful. So you know, he'd be good. Yeah, I'm trying to think. He'd probably play D at prop. Uh, mm. I don't know if he's got the engine for it though. Yeah, that's yeah, explosive though. Two minute guy off the bench. Yeah, you could bring him off the bench. Him and Fuzzy, they do yeah, so a good couple of well. minutes at the end. Fuzzy actually got Scotland players sevens player of the year in his first year as a pro rugby player. Yeah, yeah, before his lung burst, then he's, <laughs> only, got, he's only got one left now, but. Um, I'm trying. Uh, you play Nico. You probably play nine. Nico on the wing. Um, we need someone in there at ten that could just, you know, pull the strings. Good passer. Uh, I wonder who that would be. Trying yeah. to think. <laughs> Maybe Hester. So, someone who's really yeah. fit. Hester <laughs> Brandon's wearing a ridiculous Christmas jersey. Um, That's uh, a good squad. That'll go all right, wouldn't it? Aye. Um, yeah, st- staff at prop as well, probably. He'd be another good one. He's fit mm. as a fiddle. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Pete. Congratulations, a new father. How is how Thanks. is everything back home? Looking forward to Chris, I imagine, with the new family. Yeah, no, it's great. We're doing Christmas at home this year for the first time. And, um, yeah, it's going to be really special with little Marnie. She just arrived a couple of weeks ago. Um, her and Kirsten, my wife, are doing, are doing great. So, um, oh, it's been it's been an awesome couple of weeks. Ren's gave me a few days off, so I spent a bit of time with the, the little one. And then, uh, yeah, back to it. But it's been it's been awesome. It's been, you know, good to get home from training and look forward to seeing how we face. Hey, and George, welcome to the Uncle Club. How are yeah. you finding it? <laughs> Yeah, good. I've been trying to hold myself back from visiting too much. I don't want to be too keen. Yeah, uh, I think don't I'll come under that bracket. Chaffing on the door. <laughs> so no, it is great to have her. It's obviously she's now the golden child. I'm no longer the youngest, which is a shame. But yeah, now she's beautiful. You um, you want to make the most of it, mate. Get her in and see her as much as you can because she'll be bigger than you in about three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting there. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Are you changing nappies, George? You on that duty yet, or no? Not yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna be trusted with stuff like that. I think a couple of months we'll need that. Oh really? You don't oh, go there no. as an uncle. I've still never done. No, it. I'm not sure. Nah, I'll get the lessons out. I'll just do all the fun stuff <laughs> and be fine. pass them back for. It's funny actually. Mum normally loves coming to watch us play, but the weekend there, I don't know the weather maybe helped, but she was the first one to volunteer and be like, you know what? I'm not gonna bother this week. And um, it was the same, regardless if we're playing or not this weekend against Edinburgh. Um, yeah, she was like, is it all right if I just maybe stay in Glasgow for this one as well? And so uh, I think that's probably the last time she comes to watch a live yeah. game, actually. <laughs> New uh, priorities. Yeah. But I want to know if, as someone who's been so invested in their, like a professional sporting career for so long, you've now got this new thing which is the most important thing in your life has it changed your perspective at all you've played a couple of games since have you noticed a change early on in terms of just your your mindset when it comes to everything i'd imagine um yeah probably getting a little bit better at just switching off you know when you go home you kind of get your head away from get the, your head out of the books and, and stop worrying about rugby because you've you know you've got your hands full and um i think everyone says that ren's actually said to me the day i came back in he was like it's mad you know you've just got this little thing that you've just got this unconditional love for out of nowhere and it kind of just consumes your whole heart and your you know your whole life and it's, it's so true it's um 
obviously rugby is now kind of not the, the mm. most important thing in my life and it's been great I think um yeah who knows I've not played too much but um yeah fingers crossed that it'll reflect well in uh, my performances in the future. Dave what point in your life were you when you when your your firstborn showed up were you still playing were you Yep, yeah, I still playing. He, uh, he was a good boy. He, he arrived on a Sunday afternoon, and um, well, we were playing a lot of footy on Sundays in those days, and played two Sundays in a row. We we played a Saturday, and then two Sundays again, and he turned up in the middle. So uh, he's he's been a fantastic kid ever since. So, oh, look, I, as I mentioned to Horny, it's a pretty special experience, and um, oh, look, I reckon maybe maybe as um, rugby players and that sort of thing, we can become self-absorbed with what we're doing and. Yeah, you have a child and your whole life and your mindset changes. So uh, it's pretty special. Not many people, well, some of our listeners might not know about your playing career. Can you give us kind of a, a brief overview? What kind of player were you? You were you were 12, 13? Yeah, 12, 13. It would be very brief, by the way. Um, yeah, I, you know, I played a lot of midfield. I played a lot of 10, 15 as a young fella. And um, I, I, I finished playing when I was about 27. Had a few injuries and... I had a young family at that stage and had to think seriously about a career and I was teaching and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, obviously a bit different nowadays. You can make a living out of footy, but, um, oh, look, I, lo- I loved it. And I got involved coaching early because I uh, sort of out of a game playing early. Did you, back when you were playing, did you have any nicknames as a player? I'm just thinking, like, the calf size. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was mentions about the biggest calves in the world rugby, but um, still true. We um, we measured your calves recently to see if they were bigger than my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> they are definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bigger than your waist, yeah. <laughs> there, uh, there used to be some muscle in there a few years back. I'm, I'm not convinced anymore. Um, Pete, if selected this weekend, it's going to be a big old, big old game for you. 150 caps. Um, do you have a highlight? Do you have one game in those 150, 149 so far that really stands out for you? Uh, obviously the final. It was pretty special. It was just kind of a combination of like loads of years of hard work. And um, yeah, that's the one that kind of sticks out in your mind. But, you know, this season we've had that game I wasn't playing, but it was I felt proud to be part of, you know, the, the club when the boys put out that performance against the Scarlets the other week. You know, that was really special. I think, you know, nobody outside of our club probably thought we were going to pull off that win but just the desire the work rate everything that was yeah really special to to be part of so um yeah the final's definitely the main one but fingers crossed there'll be plenty more to come i watched a a documentary about the burgess brothers have you seen it about their time at the rabbitos and um, russell crowe's the the owner over there and he speaks about speaks about brotherhood and how a club should be a brotherhood and that he kind of built an actual his club around an actual brotherhood in the Burgesses. We've got obviously you guys and we've got the Fagsons. Dave, is that something that you buy into? That having actual brothers at the core of a club is something you can really build on and kind of build around. Uh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> and, and, the, and the plan Thanks, is to get man. rid of one of each of those guys to uh, just, just have lots of individuals. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. Well, well, let's get into some Christmas chat. Um, you guys have done your secret Santa. I know who Ashley's got. We're not going to reveal, but are you happy with who you picked out the hat? Yeah, I'm pretty pleased with mine. Have you, have you bought it already? I have. Yep, also, yep. And Dave, we didn't do one. No, our manager's hopeless, isn't he? He's, uh, he's been focused on other things. He's still grizzling about how cold he was from Saturday, so uh, I don't think anything's happening there. 
What was, uh, what was uh, Horn Christmas like growing up? Were you guys ever jealous of each other's gifts or were you always pretty pretty civilised? Um, yeah, pretty civilised, I'd say. Yeah, we were lucky. Yeah. Santa was good to us often, yeah. so yeah, we're, we were lucky, I'd say. We're uh, Mum and Dad loved Christmas, so we always had... There was quite a lot of kind of build-up. It was always mm-hmm. really exciting. We used to watch a lot of kind of cringy Christmas films and listen to the tunes all week. So it was always just a really... It's kind of some of my fondest memories, actually, growing up <coughs> were probably around Christmas. So, Yeah, Dad was often quite a stressed bloke with work, and then it would come two weeks before and after Christmas, and he was just this big... I don't know, just this bundle of joy. He'd get all the lights <laughs> out of the tree, all the decorations in the world. You can I'd imagine. Got so many decorations. We had this massive big train that you lit up and we put it on the roof. Bless him, we'd be up there with the ladder sticking it up and around. Right. Hey, it was quite. A, we used to get those people that would drive up the street and take photos of the house because it was. Yeah, that's <laughs> how. Yeah, like, we, yeah, he went totally over the top. But uh, it was awesome. Yeah. I never seen that side of Gary. Oh, what a legend well. he is! Well, by <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I played Caledonia under 16s, and and Gary was head coach. Aye, um, good guys. Some mm. man, some coach. Still, still doing away, isn't he? Is he still at? He's not yeah, coaching. No, he's not coaching. Nah, nah, he's kind of. He's just retired actually recently. So um, he's just been loving being able to golf and kind of come and watch us quite a bit. Eh? Yeah, he's loving it. Yeah. Actually, what have you got on Christmas Day this year? Um, I'm going to go back to my mum and dad's house. I believe my brother, his partner, and the two young kids are coming around. Um, I think uh, Danielle, my brother's partner, her, her mum and dad are going to join us as well. So should just be a nice day in the house. Kids will be there. Always lovely. Um, and then I think in the evening I'll head round to Elisa's house. So, yeah, nothing nothing different for me. That's kind of what happens every year. And Dave, yours is going to be much quieter this year than it was last year, I'd imagine. Yeah, we had 27 uh, turn up at home last year, which was, it was cool. We, we call them the orphans, um, all the uh, foreigners who didn't have uh, family and that sort of thing. But um, a lot of them have been here a year now. They've, um, they're all scattered this year. So, Think um, how big an oven you must have. I know. How big a kitchen, how big a <laughs> house. house. Yeah. How big a house. Just the 27 yeah. of it. Yeah, that was good. Everyone had to bring a dish, didn't they? Yeah, so we made it um, cultural. So obviously uh, Nico bought a Fijian dish. Um, it was like a. Um, Is Nico alright in the kitchen? Well, it was a chicken, a chicken <laughs> chop suey, but he didn't didn't bone the chicken. Oh god! So you're you're, you're pulling bones out everywhere. It's, uh... <laughs> Wilson says he actually makes some good stuff. Nico, surprisingly, oh. yeah. Yeah, well, he, he he obviously left it out that Not day. Not the chop suey though. <laughs> no, but no, we had some great meals. A lot of uh, the Tongan boys were there, and uh, we had a lot of fantastic dishes, and you know, far too much food, but. You know, we're all scattered this year, so um, so we'll get off a bit lighter, and um, so we're going to spend uh, have a couple of beers at the Humphreys place the night before, and then we'll have a, a quiet day, a little bit of eating, and on Skype uh, catching up with all the family back at home. What well, um, you had one winter Christmas? You're usually used to a summer Christmas back in New Zealand. Which do you prefer? <laughs> um, I mean, the great thing about um, New Zealand, obviously, it's barbecue. We have a barbecue in the morning. We have a lot of friends come around, and then. Um, you know, kids scatter to their girlfriend's place and that sort of thing. They come back, you play a bit of cricket, and then you swim, and then um, you know you eat and you drink, and you know it's uh, it's pretty relaxing. So um, yeah, we, it wasn't quite a white Christmas last year, but we had plenty of snow around the place um, either side of it, and there might be a bit this year, hopefully. But mm. yeah, look, it's, it's different. But um, no, we we really enjoy it here. So um, different experience. So Pete, you're hosting this year, but I'd imagine with the baby. Pressure is going to be on George to bring the food and yeah, kind of yeah. George is actually pretty poor in the kitchen. Um, I'm baker. 
You're a baker. Yeah, I'm not a cook. I'm a baker. Yeah, old Georgie Berry over there. Yeah. <laughs> What's your go-to? Uh, top hats. So it's a marshmallow. <laughs> you melt some chocolate. Dip the marshmallow Don't in chocolate. Don't tell your secret Yeah, recipe. sorry, I can't say. <laughs> <That's all right. clears throat> and then there's Smarty on top. Boom. That's nope. it. <laughs> well, you look really impressed. Sounds and complex. truffles. I do truffles. It makes a mean truffle. Yeah. Nice. Apart from that, I'm, it won't be falling on me. It'll be Dad and Pete. Yeah. Nice. I'm in charge of the turkey, actually. Yeah. Well, I am hosting, so I'm in charge of most of the, the things, believe it or not. Um, but uh, no, I've got Fuzzy, actually, is an incredible cook. So he's given me a great recipe. My jello loss, and I'm going to brine it for like four days. I'm, I'm really excited, actually. I want to know from... In the world of rugby, people that you've come across, people that you know, who is the one person that if you could invite anyone to be spend your day, spend the Christmas day at your house, who would it be and why? Dave, let's start with you. Cracky, start with someone else. That's, uh, that's, not, that's not an easy question, is it? I would choose Nico because he'd bring so much joy. <laughs> He's so energetic. You, you wouldn't be able to relax it, I know, you? that's the thing. And chicken bones. Chicken bones yeah. as well. well. I'll make sure I cook the food. Wilson tells a good story about... Nico in his house at Christmas. He tells a brilliant story, which I, I won't I won't ruin, but uh, it is hilarious. Yeah. Save it for another podcast. Yeah, uh, I'd probably. Would yours be fuzzy? Yeah, nah, I see fuzzy every day, so I'd probably make the most <laughs> of getting someone else. Maybe Kevin Bridges, or yeah, probably Kevin Bridges. He's not a rugby player. Oh, right, it's got to be a rugby player. Sorry. Um, I might play. Yeah, he might play a bit. Yeah, Who knows? could do a job. He'll come back to me. Anyone? Probably Welshie. Yeah, he'd Welshie be, be yeah, good. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be good fun. Yeah, I'd have Welshie up. Just for morale? Yeah, for morale. He'd uh, he'd certainly tell you the food was good. He'd uh, <laughs> finish it. He'd, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, oh, he's always got a good good story to tell, and he's great, and I kind of keep mum and dad and everyone um, entertained, so he'd be good. I think Beyonce used to play a bit of footy. So, uh, <laughs> I don't you around. So we, um, we're recording on Monday. We'll be going out on Tuesday. But today we announced that Sam Johnson signed a new contract with the club. Um, he's one of seven announcements this week. We've got another one coming up tomorrow, which is today. George, you signed, you signed it earlier today. You must be... Must be delighted. Um, don't want to put words in your mouth, but please say you're delighted. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> delighted. Um, yeah, obviously I've my first club I've been at and I've really enjoyed the last two years. It's been it's been a great experience getting a getting a shot in the team and yeah, just massively looking forward to the next couple of years and the rest of this year. Dave, don't want to put any I'm gonna be awkward with George here, but you must be delighted as well. I always come to you in this situation when I'm about to announce someone and I say I need a quote off you, you always say that you're wrapped. Yeah, and then fill in the blanks. <laughs> so, what, what, what's George's quote going to be? R A P T. Oh, look. Um, obviously, he's been great. Um, I know when we were looking, um, I, you know, I signed a year out, and when we were trying to get clarity around what the team might look like, and there was going to be a lot of changes, and, and George was pretty much um, entrenched in the seven stuff. So, I watched him play a lot of that footy, and was interested to see how that would transpire into the 15s game. And but uh, look, he's been really impressive, isn't he? and uh, I think one thing we do pretty well is we reward performance. And uh, so George has played a lot of big games ahead of um, guys who are a little bit more experienced than him. So uh, he's going well. We think he's got a big future and, you know, his uh, form's been fantastic. So hope that continues. Big game against Edinburgh this week, George. What is there a different feel around the place with these derbies? Is it kind of like a European weekend, would you say? Uh, yeah, obviously it's a special week. It's... Yeah, like you say, it's a derby. It's an important time of the year, but 
I suppose it's trying to focus on ourselves and do do a good job. We've probably not done ourselves justice the last couple of years we've played Edinburgh. Um, so yeah, it's just really trying to make sure we can perform and put in a good enough performance to, to win the game. Ashley, you said you've not played an awful lot of, it's just the way it's fallen, you haven't played an awful lot of 1872 yeah. Cups. Do you have any particular memories, though, anything that stands out from an Edinburgh game? Um, I remember a game going back probably a couple of years ago. I remember it being really physical. Um, it was at Murrayfield. We won that day. Um, but, yeah, I guess I've not had too much experience in the old 1872 games. Um, but I remember watching from the stand last year and just hearing the collisions. Uh, and I was setting up the top tier at Murrayfield <laughs> as well. So uh, it's certainly feisty rugby. And, uh, yeah, I guess I, I think everybody's looking forward to getting out there. Any games that stick in the memory against Edinburgh? Um, we had a good one one year where Jack was scored an intercept late on and, and ran in. We won that relatively comfortably, so that was quite nice because normally those games are really cagey. They're, you know, they're never very good games to be honest. And that was one that we managed to, you know, exploit them a little bit more, get the ball going. We ran them around a little bit and uh, scored some good tries. So that's probably one of the few that they really stand out. Are they slightly more difficult games to coach because you're aware that with these guys spending so much time together in Scotland camp, they're going to know an awful lot more about each other. So do you have to kind of second guess what they're going to know, what they're not going to know, or do you just ignore all of that and just play the way you want to play? Yeah, look, I think, you know, because of history and, the you know, the mates down the road type of thing, there's often too much focus put on them. And, you know, what's key for us is we want to, perform really well I think we've been really consistent over the last 10 or so weeks and um, so so we, we make sure we've got clarity and then we can bring intensity and, um, and if we can do that consistently then we're going to go well on the day so um, you know, we know a lot about them but um, key focus for us is going to be about ourselves this week Will messages be sent? Henry is obviously there now you guys are very close to him and there's a few people few boys in our camp who used to play for them does that, does that happen? Does that not happen? Is it kind of radio silence before the game or will you try and wind each other up is there anything any other underhand tactics um with henry probably not uh not this week nah it'll be in the game it'll be quite funny actually it'll be quite bizarre you know he's always been a big part of the club in the past and the fact that he's uh been a wee turncoat and shifted allegiance will uh yeah we'll maybe have a little extra incentive to getting there in the game but um oh, no, in terms of the lead up we're, uh, we've both kind of got our hands full he's recently had a little boy as well so uh, yeah I can't see there being too much um, so with having the two brothers here I thought I'd do a, a bit of research find up find some stats about the two of you and find out how much you know about each other mm -hmm. and a little test against each other um, Pete who was George's Glasgow debut against I feel like it might have been Connor at home, but did he play one before that? Uh, was I playing? Nah. Oh, I can't remember. It must have been memorable. Um, <laughs> 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 nah, I can't remember. George, can you remember Pete's debut? Do you know who that was against? I think it was the same as me, Osprey's at home. No. Nope. No. So, nah. so no. Yeah, although Pump got my debut wrong as well on the Warriors list of... The role of honour. Pump actually Is messed that, wrong? that up. Yeah. What was yours? Ulster away. That's what I've got. Oh, have you? That's Jack's got, got it. The, Pump's got Munster. Oh, maybe it. you played well that day. I came yeah, to watch I suppose it. that was yeah. the first game match. Again, my debut wasn't very memorable either. I was rubbish. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, Osprey's at home is all right. Uh, they're very tight, yeah. these two. 
very yeah, tight. Really close. <laughs> um, tries. How many tries does George have? How many tries does Pete have for Glasgow? You have to bring that up. Eh? That was good of you. George has probably scored more in two years than I have in ten. You're, um, you are leading. Oh, nice. George is on five this year. And I think he got anyone on more than that? Ten last year. Nah, on five as well. <laughs> Nico Matawalu, Matawalu's got more than that. Yeah, yeah. Are you not on seven? Nah, Nico's on seven. Oh, oh. I thought you were on seven. You've nah. got seventeen tries. No. Nah. Do I? No. Oh. I'm in the twenties, am I not? Nah. Is he? Bang on twenty. Twenty. Bang on twenty. Well nice. played. Thanks. Nice. And George? Nah, I'm gonna go fifteen. Fourteen. Nice, fifteen. Spot yeah. On. Fifteen you've scored. 15. How many caps? I right, 14. Volleyball. That's the next question. That's the next question. That's the next question. All right. Um, because you've got a handful of Scotland caps, but it'd be easier for Pete to narrow that down. So, Pete, I want you to tell me how many Glasgow caps George has. And, George, I want you to tell me how many Scotland caps Pete has. I think George got 32 caps for Glasgow. No. 31? Mm. You told me today you had 32. No, never. You did? Nah, 30, I think. 30. Oh, you've mugged me right off. You've got... Two off. And Pete for Scotland? <clears throat> 37, 38? 38. 34. Thir- 38. 38. Nice. Spot on, well done. Yes. Dave, how many Cook Island caps did you get? <laughs> Well, technically none, but I was home. I was home one time. I was home one time um, for Christmas, and um, the national side were playing a game against a touring side, and they wanted me to play, but it was too hot. Um, and they asked me just to come down and maybe help out. So next thing I know, I'm I'm running in midfield, and then I end up playing. But it wasn't even a test match. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. But I played one game for the Cook Islands, but but it's not necessarily a camp. Well, before you all came here, there's another game I wanted to play, and it's something that you introduced me to, Dave. When you first came, we all sat around the table. I wasn't actually there, but you made me do it later on, and that you made everyone think of three statements, two truths and one lie, and then around the group we had to determine through conversation which was the one lie. So before we came, I asked you all to have a think. But, Dave, if you could go first. If you make three statements, two truths, one lie, and then between I'm, I'm going to stand out, but these guys are going to have to pick which is the lie. Okay. Um, right, the first one, I, I'm a big um, uh, Strictly fan. Um, obviously, been watching that series. Uh, very impressive, and um, and the reason is because I was a competitive ballroom dancer as a as a child back in New Zealand. Uh, second one is that um, I was um, I was born in Rarotonga in a uh, little village by the name of Titikavika, and at the age of two, Mum was really keen for us to get educated in New Zealand, so. Uh, we moved there, uh, and the third one is um, and my current salary is um, twelve million pounds. Uh, right, the first one's true because you see ballerinas and stuff like that. You have seen the size That's of their calves. calves. Uh, <laughs> is that what explains? So it? is, is the third because it's house. You going for number two as a lie? Mm, nah, <laughs> I'm going to say number one's a lie. But um, that, hurt, that hurts, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, number three. Well, no, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy. Surely, maybe no, not. It has which, to be. Which one's a lie? Uh, I actually wasn't born in Rato. <laughs> 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 
That's okay. why Hoggy's leaving. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> George, did you manage to think of three things? Um, yep. So the first time, well, not the first time, but the first time I properly met Rudy Jackson um, was actually me spending Christmas Day at his house, the first time I hadn't spent Christmas Day at home. Um, that's one fact. Another one is, you know, the old TV show Raven? It was like a obstacle course. Mm, classic. Yeah, yeah, I was on that back in the day, back in primary school. I hope on Raven. And the third one is, when I was younger and I was growing, and you know what happens when you grow up, um, I developed a, for want of a better word, man boob on my right side. So I just had a little moob back in the day. Just one? So, just one. <laughs> Didn't, didn't, didn't develop the second one. So no, it's it's good to see if I've evened up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had to get it snipped away because I was cut? so embarrassed. <laughs> really? Well, maybe, if it's true. Right, Pete, you'll probably have an insight into a couple of these, so I'll let these two discuss and see. Sure. You can ask questions. You can kind of delve into this and mm. see if... So I'll start. George, tell us about Raven. So, yeah, so you get your wee... Um... Did you apply to go on it? Yeah, you had to apply. So I applied. I, well, Mum did it because I was quite young, but I was buzzing a lot going on how old were you i was 12 at the time um so yeah it was the boy was scottish as well so that was um so yeah you went on and you kind of you know the ghosts you see you don't actually see them obviously see you well no you see some of them in the the costumes and thing and then you get through to the final and uh, i got through but the last course the eliminator too tough for me got knocked off if you knock off if you touch it's like the floor is lava if you touch the ground and yeah i didn't make it rory jackson how old were you I then how old was it then? Uh, that was when I was in London, so about 19 or 20. Hmm. Yeah. Nah, you've definitely met him before then, surely. I've met him before, but I'd never... I didn't know him at all. I'm going to go for it. I've got to say one. What's that one? Yeah, the, the Jacko. One. The Jacko Ooh, one. Because think I, I think I've heard you speak about Raven before. <laughs> so, so, someone has in the team. Am I revealing this? Are we, are we consensus is one? That's not the first time you met Rory Jackson or the first time you spent time with Rory Jackson? Yeah, I'll, I'll go one because I, I can imagine one that, that move or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, if you reveal. So I've never been on Raven. Oh, Gutted. Yeah. Huh? Has someone asked me or somebody? Has someone been on it? Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah. Maybe. I would love to. I did love the show. It was a good show. But no, sadly never made it. And why didn't you get that move sorted? I did get it sorted. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it was a tough time. I don't really... I'm surprised, though. That's what it was called. Yeah, Chunk. Chunk. Got you called Chunk. Yeah, Cammy Fenton came up with that. So, yeah, I was good to mum and dad to help me get rid of that. Okay, Pete, what are your three? My three... I was a junior champion at Lawn Bowls. I, the second one was I made it through the auditions at X Factor. And the third one was I represented my school at a Ravi Burns poetry recital. Yeah, they, they could all be lies, by the sounds of it. What was uh, what song did you sing on the on the X Factor auditions? I sang "Angels" by Robbie Williams. And you made it through just through the audition. How did you yeah, sing that in the, the bus? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. He's got a, he's got a great voice too, Pete. Got the crowd going, lighters. <laughs> yep. It was when I was I'd just come through to Glasgow. RV put me in for it. Thought it'd be a laugh. And, uh, yeah, I went along because I wasn't playing back then very much. And the audition was in Glasgow? Yep. And yep. But you just didn't make it to the live shows? No. Sorry, I know, I know. I couldn't make it. No, nah, I didn't make it. And, the, sorry, the Rabbi Burns one? Rabbi Burns. Um, you've hurt your f finger. It was, um, yeah, sir. You've 
your pinky. You've hurt your pinky, <laughs> pear wee man. No, I was right. You, you've hurt your finger, oh. pear wee man. Your pinky, dearie me. Oh, it wasn't even it. Robbie Burns, to be fair. It was yeah, just a, that is Robbie Burns. No, nah, it's not. Is it not? No, nah, oh. it was just my, one that mum and dad used to say to us. Oh, right. Yeah. And then lawn bowls. Yep. My granny used to take me along. So I'd play a bit of tennis on Saturday morning with mum. And then to make granny happy, I used to go up to the Duffus Bowls competition. and Or not competition, just the club. And I started playing a fair bit of bowls. I was like a wee old man, actually. I had my little grey cords, things that I used to wear, and my wee shoes. Yeah, it was nice. Christmas jersey. Yeah, <laughs> every now and again at Christmas. I think they might all be true. Either that or you're a really mm. convincing liar. No, I just, um, the um, X Factor. Must you're, be X Factor, hard. Must be. You're, you just don't want anyone to be a bit better singer than you. <laughs> That's it. You don't uh, want there to be a better but, singer than you. Pete's impressive, eh, but I just, I just can't see it. I'd, I think he would have gone all the way otherwise. <laughs> probably wouldn't be playing professional rugby. Would you say Pete's the best singer in the club? No, I wouldn't. He's close, though. Who would you say? Jack Look. Reed. No, no, no. no. Are you good? Yeah. Oh, Come on, really Jack. Jack. Sing for us, Jack. Yes, yeah. got Jack, Jack, Jack's got a great voice. Just a quick bit about our week verse. A word, but... <clears throat> nah. Come on, Jack. Come on. One line. Where's this come from? You've never heard me sing. Who would you say, playing-wise? <laughs> no one wants to hear me sing. Um, well, there's a few boys got good voices, so <laughs> Jack would yeah, be shocking. <laughs> he is oh, it's Redding. Pete sings well, Ryan Wilson sings well, mm. mm-hmm. um, Callum Gibbons sings well, mm-hmm. evidently, uh, Cheese is, um, yeah, good Tom, voice. yeah, really Cheese, good Grant Stewart. Didn't Surprise that come factor. out of, like that came out of nowhere? Yeah, you time. can't talk, but you can sing. <laughs> What was the, there is there's a story behind that, isn't there? Was that uh, was it end of season it was, thing? Yeah, I think Swinnell finished up talking, and it kind of just you know it just was a bit awkward. No one really said anything. Sounds about right. Don't know right. if it was you or someone just shouted cheese, and then we all just started chanting cheese, 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 cheese. Gets up, bails out Tom Jones. Everyone's loving it, and yeah, legendary. That was actually going back to one of the highlights of my 150. That would be one cheese getting up. He was <laughs> killing. Yeah, like, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, nobody expected it at all. No. Just, Power voice. Beautiful. Uh, so are we going to say X Factor? I'm going X Factor. I'm going X Factor. Pete? Yeah, it was the X Factor. Oh, that's a shame. I know. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to. Yeah. I, t- I had that with Kirsten. I used to say all the time that I thought I could get through the auditions. And would it be Robbie Williams' Angels? Uh, I don't know. I just panicked there. Probably not. Nah. I'd maybe... I don't know what I'd sing. Maybe... Mm-hmm. I'd need yeah. something that wasn't too high, because... Yeah. Or too hard, you know. But... I would see. George, have you got pipes on you? No. 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 I wasn't. Uh, yeah. They're actually not related. No. <laughs> yeah. He's like a jukebox. He knows all the words, but he... Yeah. Ashley, we need your three. Right, okay. Here we go. So, <clears throat> um, first one. When I was a kid, played golf a lot. My handicap was six. Second one. Stop right here, mate. He's <laughs> <laughs> taking it out already. Right, next one. I'm trying to make this hard, right? Aye, okay. Aye. So, um, I played football for Celtic under 15s. Okay. Third one. When I was 12, I got offered a sponsorship for rollerblading. Used to go to like skate parks and stuff like that and grind and do jumps, backflips. Got offered a sponsorship. Christ, you're a talented kid. Yeah, <laughs> Every sport under the sun. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm good at. So, what's the first one, mate? Remind me. Football. First one was, was golf. Good. Oh, golf, golf, yeah. No, I've heard, I think you did used to, well, I don't know. Um, we used to play at Aloha. Uh, Alva, just along the road. Oh. In, the, in the foot of the hills. 
Mm. George, you're quite into your golf. Have you ever been out? I've never played with Ashley, but I have. I think I've heard. Did you know when the club? You yeah, you always are a bandit yeah. at the golf day and give yourself like a right. twenty-four handicap. Yeah, or something. I've got older. I've not played in a few years, so yeah, but nah, mm. the golf one, I think. Mm. And you're right, Rens. He got called Skinner when he was younger because he's filthy with a football. So I could believe the Celtic one. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. The sponsorship the deal. Who was it from? Uh, a rollerblading group called Nemesis. Uh, Beautiful. How did they spot you? Were you uh, yeah. like? What well, were you I, doing? I was. They were just offering free stuff. So it you you would do lots of flips and things on it. Back flips, front flips, three sixties. No, Honestly, you can't. You cannot believe this. I told Elisa, my missus, and she doesn't believe any of it. It's like, he's a, he's a very tall man, very tall man to do back forward flips. Yeah. flips. Before the days of smartphones, so there's no evidence. But you say that, like, I wouldn't think that Xander's like a downhill BMXer, but. Snap the bike. <laughs> <laughs> but he is. Have you seen the videos? Yeah. Actually? Yeah. Xander's really? like well into his downhill BMX. It's mad. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poke a hole in the. Um, the BMX, not BMX, what are we doing? Um, rollerblading. Rollerblading, um, backflip, front flip story. You're picking that one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I reckon that might be the one. I'm going for the golf. I don't think you're six. Okay. Well, it's actually the football one. Oh. <laughs> you had trials for <laughs> another club, though. I played football. That was oh. It wasn't Celtic. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. I was well out of the game by that point. Mm. Yeah, because, yeah. His brother. Your brother bro, plays. Bro plays pro, eh? Well, I uh, don't know. It's kind of like amateur. East Stirling. Yeah. Mm. And you trialled to them? Mine scored a worldie, them. actually, that. A goal you showed me on... Oh, yeah, the ah. goal he scored from the halfway ah. line. It was lucky. He was trying to cross it in and it just went a bit further. <laughs> uh, no, he's, he's oh, decent. He's, he's a steady player. So yeah. if you weren't a rugby player, would you be a golfer or a, a rollerblader? Nah, I don't, think, I, I don't think I'd have made it in either, to be honest. Maybe uh, the reason I don't think rollerblading is because I just grew like six inches when I got to 15. I think I'd have been way too tall for it. Um, with the golf, too much competition. <laughs> what about you two? When you, you're obviously very sporty growing up, and I'd imagine very competitive. What would you have gone into had it not been rugby? Um, I don't know. I wasn't that great at football. George was alright at football. I was better at tennis, but I wasn't good enough to make it at tennis. I knew that I was pretty realistic from a young age. You better at George at tennis. Yeah. No. At tennis, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you were better at the time because you were like five, six years older. You were like 12. He's, well, he's still never beaten me. I'm um, a better tennis player. Hands down, I can beat George at tennis. Ask it. Yeah. I believe it's hand eye coordination stuff you two are good at. Someone mm. told me that. Golf. Mm. Decent golfers, eh? We've got a couple of records and a, I was about and a to couple say, of balls are sorted out now. This is something we should, <laughs> going forward, we should get this sorted. Yeah. Table tennis is pretty even as well. Golf, George's got the upper hand. I'd give you golf, but tennis, definitely. Yeah, he's not having it. He's nah. shaking his head there. I think no. I don't know. It'd be interesting. When Pete was ten and George was five, Pete used to dominate. <laughs> yeah, Pete, exactly. <laughs> that's, he's remembering the times when I was ten years old. No, that was wrestling. I used to dominate you at that. What about that? I made you tap out with a crippler cross face. That's a figment of your imagination. <laughs> happened. Really yeah, that happened. Made yeah. him tap out. He's made that up. There's lots of brothers out there listening to this saying, I remember all this. Yeah, exactly. Relating to this. We had some great time. We got a trampoline, actually. Mum and Dad got us a trampoline. We used to f- wrestle on that all the time. We'd put the, we got the speaker and we used to play, <laughs> play the entrance music of like the wrestlers and we'd <laughs> run into the ring and then we'd like, it was, it was funny.
So you, did you watch all the all the WWE stuff? Yeah, oh, I used to love it back it. in the glory days. Who are your favourite wrestlers? Uh, I used to like Triple H, but I used to we loved like Mick Foley when he was because he was a badass <coughs> when he was um, Mankind Cactus Jack, and Cactus Jack. I like Jeff Hardy because he was he was a nutter as well. And yeah, was a little guy. And the Dudleys were good. Like they were. There used to be some great TLC matches actually between the Hardys. The Dud- Honestly, that's entertaining. <laughs> we know. If you want yeah. Edge and Christian. I actually watched Dudleys. that about six months ago on an away trip. I was like, who was I trying to convince that wrestling used to be cool? And um, we put it on in twenty minutes of just pure entertainment. Yeah. Still. Yeah, because I remember I remember when JBL came in. Ah, that was yeah, like, yeah. You were like yeah, a kid yeah, of Christmas. Buzzing, you were yeah. up the Farouk front. And Bradshaw. Right. He was yeah. part. Yeah. He was better the when he was in the acolytes. Yeah, yeah, him and Farouk. Yeah, they were they were the boys. Dave, if the Glasgow Warriors coaching staff had a kind of Royal Rumble wrestling showdown, who would come out on top? Pump. Oh, yeah. Pump, because he's got four red cards uh, <laughs> when he was playing, so he'd be the dirtiest, and uh, he'd, he'd do all sorts of tricks. So just for reference, Pump is John Manson, our team manager. Um, supporters will know him from his, like, the glowing orb on the side of the pitch <laughs> on a game. But you think he'd come out on top? Yeah, well, he's he's a bit angry at the moment because um, when we played Scarlets, the Scarlets manager got on live TV with about ten minutes to go in the game, and he's he's a bit gutted that he hasn't had that opportunity. So he'd actually love to be here tonight, I'd imagine. <laughs> but he he's never coming on this. Can you imagine? He's the only one that takes a mic into team meetings. Yeah, remember oh, yeah, the other day? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I um I I think there'd be lots of beep 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 beep. Yeah, there'd be lots of swearing. Yeah. 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 I think Mike Blair would fancy himself to win, though. No chance. No. <laughs> yeah, but he would. Not He'd fancy chance. himself. He'd fancy himself to win. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But uh, John Humphreys would fancy himself as well, but uh, I wouldn't pick either of those guys. So who do you pick? Well, I'd pick Pump because he's the dirtiest. You know, he would low blows. He'd do whatever it takes. <laughs> Big Vader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So were you? Were, did you play any other sports growing up, or was it just rugby in New Zealand? Is that all you were? No, I played heaps of sport. I mean, yeah, weather's reasonable over there, so I know we played all sorts. Um, yeah, basketball, played a lot of touch, uh, played cricket, um, played softball. So, um, but yeah, obviously rugby was the main one. Pa- played a lot of league as a kid, and then when I went to college, uh, the principal told me I wasn't able to play league anymore. He had to play rugby for the school, so that's how I got involved in rugby. Sorry, go ahead. You must oh. have played a bit of tennis as well. You love scalping yeah, no, balls. Yeah, and no, I played a lot of tennis as a young fella. A lot yeah. of badminton. So, oh no, we we just we played heaps of sport. We had a very sporty family. Mum, mum was, uh, you know, she uh, she's a pretty impressive athlete and that sort of thing. So she got us involved in lots. Do you think it'll be a different feeling for you, Pete, with this one fifty? Or are you quite good at kind um, of putting sentiment to one side? Yeah, and no, I think I've been yeah decent in the past. You kind of always look at it. You've got a job to do. You know the the occasion. That's for yeah. You know, mum, dad, Kirsten, and the family, and something that we'll reflect back on. But um, you know, in the league leading up to the the game, it's yeah purely focused on putting out a good performance. And uh, yeah. And Ashley, back up there, a couple of tries for yourself. Mm, don't know. I think I've got my tries for the next three years. Um, I don't know. We'll see. If the luck continues. It continues, but. If selected, um, if selected, of course, we're forgetting that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you named the team this morning, but I wasn't allowed to name it because I've named it once before, and it was before Saracens, which is the game we lost. I didn't know you were so superstitious. <laughs> superstitious. I'm not really superstitious, Jack. I just didn't want you to name the team. <laughs> <laughs> are you superstitious about anything? Are you? Are any of the boys in the squad superstitious? I'm, I'm not superstitious at all. 
just in and you know, uh, I always salute a magpie if I see one on its own I don't know yeah it's just something we've always done eh? mm. That's yeah. Good. yeah got a few little things I do what do you do oh, I wouldn't say it. it's a bit weird Tell like, us. they're just not weird OCD but... when he was younger a wee bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> I used yeah. to be like a real clean freak that was it yeah, yeah. like cleanliness and touching door handles and things I'd like cover up and you wouldn't like yeah. doing that yeah. just weird but mm. that's not what I mean now I don't do that now flick the light switch 12 times or I was gonna die stuff like that <laughs> weird really stuff. that's impressive oh, stuff about that just as we've got the hand sanitizer at school yeah so. that's it that was me that brought, got that brought in I was on it Johnny handsome Dave do you have anything or were you ever or you have you ever? got one thing bloody good team yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no I make a comment after we uh, we announced the team I, I normally say bloody good team that there's only once I hadn't said it this year and it was prior to the Kings game and we were wayful so uh, normally the team gets announced and it's quiet and most people look over at me waiting for me to say that before we get up and leave the room so so hopefully that continues to be reasonable luck for us well, hopefully we can continue our good form with the win over Edinburgh. Um, there's going to be no Warriors Weekly the next couple of weeks as much as will be missed. Um, Christmas Day and Hogmanay are more important. So, guys, thank you so much for coming on um, for this Christmas special. George, congratulations again on the new contract. Thank you. Pete, congratulations on the 150 and the new family. Thank you. Dave, congratulations on your wallet. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> How long have you been lining that <laughs> for? <laughs> and thanks everyone for listening we hope that you all have a wonderful festive period and we'll be back in the new year with hopefully a review over a couple of good wins over Edinburgh and looking forward to a, an exciting Treviso away game The Glasgow Warriors, official podcast. With Jack and Ashy.